what I was going to say, but. <laughs> well, whatever you're going to say, you can say it now and it'll be official. Yeah. Well, we might as well go ahead and get started. That sounds funny. You can send us an email All right, it is correct. This is the podcast. That sounds funny. This is the week of January 2nd, 2024. This is season four, show 10, episode 165. And uh, we are two blind brothers who tell us where we see it. I'm your host, Keith, and joined with me today are... HMA Black Eyed Peas Terry. <laughs> happy New Year, Jill. Yeah, it is our <laughs> Happy New Year episode, and... Yeah, we we always had black eyed peas growing up, but uh, our our family tradition since I've been married is to have chili for for New Year's Day, and that's what we did. We had chili. Yep. And of course, we had our big New Year's Eve party at the bowling alley over the weekend. Oh, did you go and stay up till midnight? I did not. Because uh, my stomach was not feeling too well, and I didn't want to oh. get stuck down there and not be feeling well. All the kids had fun, and Chris went was shooting darts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been interesting. Uh, I mean, it would have been fun. I would have liked to have gone, but I just didn't. Um, <laughs> I'm wondering, um, when Christopher was throwing darts, did somebody stand up there and say, throw him this way, throw him this way? Um, I, I believe so. <laughs> and it, as it turns out, uh, I saw a thing on Twitter. Uh, I might as well say it now as to say it later. Is that, uh, you know, I can't believe it. I was at, at the pub throwing darts and a woman had her nipple pierced right in front of me. <laughs> Should I mention I'm really lousy at throwing darts? <laughs> so I, I asked Chris if anybody had their um, nipples personally. He was there. But I exciting. know what I, I said before last this last summer that I played cornhole and my little grand, well, not little, he's 16 now. He tapped the box and, you know, throw it this way. But that was just a beanbag, you know, filled with corn. I didn't right. know if somebody would do that with darts flying towards um, him if they jump out of the way. <laughs> I, I, I think he might have had somebody, you know, tap on the board. I don't know. Uh, I mean, you're not that far away. and um, But apparently he you can make, it, guess, hit make it more well. exciting. Put, put blow up balloons and put up there. So if he hits them, they pop. You missed the board. Pop. <laughs> Well, they're plastic tip darts because it's the electronic machine. Oh, well, then so it won't they, quite hurt. So they bad really wouldn't would pierce good. anybody's body parts. They probably would not pop a balloon. Hmm. Uh, Maybe the dartboard. They should start making them that be for play music or something, so blind people can play and know where to you throw. You would think, it. being electronic, that it would play some kind of a a, a sound, but uh, I, I haven't really played it that much to really know. Oh, uh, but hey, this is the opening part of our show where we like to talk about new stuff, reading, watching, do it, which you've been pretty much doing. Does anyone have a question? Yeah, I work and I slave, and what do I get? But uh, this 
anybody else want to talk about new stuff this week on a new year? Uh, my sister-in-law came over to our house yesterday to bring uh, some leftover presents that Santa Claus left there, and oh. we gave her some whatever. But so you got the I got a bottle. poop, the snowman poop. <laughs> she got me a package of with seven bottles of hot sauce in it. Mm-hmm. They're f- different flavors. One for Monday, one for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> All right. Seven bottles. My wife ordered a pair of cow, cowboy boots for Christmas from Amazon. Hmm. And she's had a hard time getting her feet in boots because she broke her leg years ago and has titanium screws in her ankle and stuff. So she bought some. I don't know what she paid for them, but her sister apparently bought her a pair of cowboy boots. <laughs> so now hmm. she's got two pairs but she actually these are regular cowboy boots they don't have a zipper you know but she could still put her foot in so that was good because her sister accidentally left the price tag on them <laughs> yeah well i was thinking if it had to count a zipper on the side it's, you could zip your foot into the cowboy boots it's like oh my god you didn't pay that much for these did you it's like Oh, I left the price tag on. It was like $398 for a pair of no, boots. No, I, I bought me a new computer and I switched the price tag off of an electronic <laughs> device. So it's only $1.98 for the boots now. <laughs> I was like, wow. That's, I I, that's a lot of. They Maybe they were on too. sale or something. That's a lot too, of cowhide in that boot. Yeah. No, they, they smell good. Those are, that's a good brand. I mean, I don't remember what brand she said. They, oh, yeah. Daisy Dillon is the brand. Yeah. I don't know how good that actually is, but cause I remember that because, you know, Miss Daisy and Matt Dillon, Daisy uh, Dillon, you know, boots. Daisy off Dukes of Hazard married Matt Dillon. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Daisy Dillon. There's not been too much happening here, just life as usual. As of yesterday, January 1st, Steamboat Willie is now in the public domain. It has been 95 oh. years uh, since the movie, uh-huh. the little cartoon short came out. And so now anybody in the whole wide world could use that cartoon or the likeness of Steamboat Willie and not have any backlash from Walt Disney trying to do copyright infringement. Oh. You just have to be careful not to incorporate any of the later things like you know Mickey's oversized shoes or other things. It has to be, you know, the image of Steamboat Willie from the cartoon. <laughs> well, it, it, I, I remember reading the article. I don't have it handy. But it's talking about, oh, the lovable Steamboat Willie. It's like, have you ever seen the cartoon Steamboat Willie? Because he was pretty doggone mean. <laughs> he wasn't lovable at all. He was a mean little rat. Happy birthday! I have some birthdays for December 31st. Donald Trump Jr.'s birthday, 46 years old. Val Kilmer, 64. Ben Kingsley, he's 80. He's an English actor. Anthony Hopkins, 86. John Denver, he would have been 80. New Year's Day. J.D. Salinger, he'd have been 105. J. Edgar Hoover, first director of the FBI. 
129. And then I have like today's so uh, Kate Bosworth, 41. Cuba Gooding Jr., 56. Tia Carrera, she was in the True Lies, and I think she's in uh, Wayne's World, I think. She's uh, 57. Barry Goldwater, 115. And the year, it's a new year. It's birthday for the year. Happy birthday year. Happy birthday, everybody. A, a lot of uh, <laughs> new babies for the year, yeah. The baby new year. <laughs> what is it, Mary? Oh, Dax, this is a scream. Well, uh, we'll get moving to some randomness. What will I do, Jack? Just sit around and act like Shirley Temple. Gee, I left my dimples in New York. Uh, do you want to spin up a wheel? Oh, and... <laughs> but we're going to do a guest of the year. Yay. We'll just toss about 20 numbers on the wheel. We'll see what we, what we end up with. We're going to give this in here a shot. And all the events that uh, that writer mentioned off happened in this year. The Canadian-United States Free Trade Agreement <laughs> comes into effect. Ha, take that. A hard one. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, 1865. It, it has nothing to do with football, does it? Uh. 75. 56. Oh. 56. Uh, Shining Time Stations, a child sitcom, debuts on PBS, featuring Ringo Starr and Kitty Callan. It also uh, featured Thomas the Tank Engine and Friends and so forth. 1980. Uh, 1982. Hmm? 
certain time period. <laughs> 60 Minutes airs a report that apples sprayed with a, per, a, per, a particular pesticide may cause cancer in children, causing schools to pull apples off of their menus at school. <laughs> I'll say 93. I guess 90. No. 1990. Keep on guessing, I guess. <laughs> um, the unemployment drops to all-time low of 5%. <laughs> Uh, let's not even worry about that one. Uh, let's see what else we got here. I'm trying to find some that might be uh, somewhat unknowable. Time and Warner announces plans for a merger. Time Warner Incorporated. So I think you guys are all in the general department of the time, but what year did Time and Warner decide to merge? 96. 97. <laughs> wow. This is not going to be a record-breaking one at all. <laughs> uh, let's see. The FDA bans the import of grapes after a cyanide is found. Yeah, you probably wouldn't know that, but I, don't, I, I wouldn't. Um, trying to find some easy ones here. The space shuttle Discovery flies uh, the 29th mission. Mm. Space shuttle Discovery. 86. 99. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. <laughs> no. no. Oh, she already said 86 before, didn't you? I said 86, yeah, and you said 88. Yeah. Right, right, and I just said it. There's the <laughs> guess know, again. Eighty-seven. Um, Pete Rozelle, commissioner since 1960, announces he will step down once the replacement is found. So, what year did Pete Rozelle step down from the National Football League? Two thousand and nine. Well, it took him a long time to find this replacement then, I guess. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, it would definitely uh, not be right. 95. Uh, nope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Exxon Valdez oil spill. Oh, when was Spilled 240,000 barrels off the coast of Alaska. Alaska. Exxon Valdez oil spill. We're going to forget all the years we said. 98. 91? <laughs> 98. We've got to keep on guessing. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> all <laughs> right. The Academy Awards. Um, let's see. With no official host, are held in Los Angeles with Rain Man winning four awards, including Best Picture, 
Best director. Did Rain Man come out, Terry? Television broadcast <laughs> is the most viewed. In, out in the 80s. What was Rain Man? 84. Rain Man was Tom, Tom Cruise and Tom Cruise and Dustin, and Dustin Hoffman. Hoffman. Oh. When did that come out? About 84, 85. 87? <laughs> well, I think someone already said 87. Oh. And 86 has already been said. 84, 85. Then he'll guess one, I'll guess the other. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> wow. Rain Man came out in the 80s. And they're all taken up. Except for one of them hasn't been said yet. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um Bill White becomes president of National League, the first African American to head a major sports league. The sports one for Terry. 82 or 81? Keep on guessing. Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) So all the 80s have been clicking out then. Well. Except for that one, (laughs) I think there's the one. The Michigan Wolverines men's basketball team defeats. Oh, I didn't catch it. They won the NCAA basketball tournament. Pat Pirates, the Wolverines, and the Pirates. (laughs) I'm going to guess 83. I think someone already said 83. Oh, I don't know. I think so. 84. You already said 84. 85. You already said 89. 89. You guys said 87, 88, 90, 91. It's like you're dancing all around it. This is definitely a record for longest one, I guess. May I ask, what do you intend doing? McGee, I have the feeling this is all a dream. Um, a couple in Africa spends five weeks of their safari in a tent with a lizard. Oh, a lizard. It wasn't a loud lizard either. Uh, was it one of their kids? <laughs> Pam Bruce um, spent with this charismatic rock monitor lizard and took up residence in their tent it just it was looking for a new home and said hey i'm gonna come hang out in here with you guys and <laughs> you was a squatter and, <laughs> and they i think they nicknamed it freddy and that's uh they got there and they set up their tent and they went back in their tent. Apparently, they did lock the, or zip their tent. You know, should always do that when you're camping. <laughs> it doesn't mean critters can't still get in, uh, but it does make a good and, precaution. And it has large claws and a powerful tail. And on the third day, they they went back to their tent. And they heard scratching, and he was laying on their bed. 
<laughs> got his sea dog kicked up in the air, kicking back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Feed me some grapes, humans. <laughs> they they grabbed him and carefully helped him out of the tent. The following morning, they heard scratching sounds above their heads. <laughs> there, there he was he again. Was. Yeah. On Drop, the roof of the tent, or where? Dropping lizard poop on her head. Oh. <laughs> yeah. They carefully helped him out of the tent once again. And so then they patched up the hole in their tent. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, they probably bit a hole through it to get inside. Then the next day when they woke up, they heard scratching sounds above their heads again. He was in the, it says, the fleshy part of the roof top. Like maybe the, he got an inside like liner or something oh, in yeah. the tent. And he had a whole lizard family and, in there mama lizard, <laughs> baby lizard, daddy lizard. He would sit there and watch him at, at the picnic table when they were preparing their, preparing their meals. He would watch him. He seemed to just sit there like he was a household pet. <laughs> you guys are fascinating. Mm. Well, he was waiting to be fed, too. This is better than a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> and and then one day they were in their tent and they heard thunder off in the distance. And then they heard scratching at the door. It's going to rain on me. Hurry up. Let me in. And then, then they didn't find him. He was gone. And they packed up to leave their camp. And they were wondering what happened to him. And they they had packed him up and carried him to their next destination. So Roll him up in <laughs> he the was tent. In the tent. <laughs> He's got his head pops up out of someone's backpack. Look at me. I'm a papoose. <laughs> <sighs> they couldn't find him. And they were hoping that the next campers would uh, enjoy his company as well. I crashed in the jungle while trying to keep my date with my little girl who was back in the States. I was stranded in the jungle, afraid and alone, trying to figure a way to get a message back home. But all right. There's a sweat, a sweat, a set of twins born in New Jersey. They're twins, but they're actually born on two different days. And of course, this time, two different years. The one boy, Ezra, was born at 11, around 1150. I think it might have been 1148 on December 31st, 2023. Uh -huh. And then the other baby, Ezekiel, was born on January 1st, 2024 at 12.30 in the morning. Yeah, so only half an hour in between. Yeah, so Ezra and Ezekiel, I think I would have named them something like Alpha and Omega or something beginning oh. of the <laughs> yeah. year. Hmm. And uh, has their weights. The older one was six pounds and something, and the younger one was four pounds. And they have an older brother that's three, or going to be three, tomorrow on January 3rd. And the baby that was born on the first shares his birthday with his dad. Runs so it's kind of going to be a 
busy time of the year for this family having four birthdays all right there together. Yeah. It's trying to, you know, have the same birthday, I guess, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and it says the parents is Billy and Eve, but it doesn't give their last name. Yeah, not not uh Adam and Eve, huh? Nope. <laughs> How's I to know that the regular that I'm playing having big mama father and my girl in love name? Meanwhile, back in the States, boom, 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 Well, uh, with all these birthdays, of course, at the opposite end of the scale, a woman was found to be still alive in a body bag. Oh, my goodness. And I think Peru or Brazil. The country? Oh, okay. Um, a crematorium worker in Brazil found a 90-year-old woman still alive in a body bag after being pronounced dead. Um, huh. there's not a lot to the story. I, I guess she hadn't been doing too well, <laughs> and they pronounced her dead before giving her a full exam. And they got her to the crematorium, she's all lined up, getting ready to be turned into a piece of charcoal. And the guy says, Hey, this body bag's moving around. Ah, <laughs> must be a lizard in there, <laughs> must be a modern lizard going camping. Uh, I, I, I suppose she recovered. I've had a story like this before, and the lady. Uh, got sent back, but then she didn't didn't live for very much longer because she was, of course, quite elderly. But yeah. I guess this lady, I think, actually did uh, survive for a bit. Uh, she might even still be alive, as far as I know. Meanwhile, back in the jungle. So in England, um, a cow fell into an outhouse. Wow. <laughs> I guess even cows got to go. <laughs> and so they had to get the brawn, brawn yard. It's not like barnyard, but brawn yard. Um, fired and rescue. They had to pump all the poop out, <laughs> pump all the sewage out um, to be able to see if, you know, if the cow had any injuries, etc. And that's how she was, they sedated the cow to keep her calm. And then they, they put her on fresh straw and she said, I dropped my iPhone in there. <laughs> well. I can imagine she a cow into pacing up and down the pasture, cross-legged. Where's the where's the outhouse? I gotta go. Where's the <laughs> I drop it in public. Utterly ridiculous. Yes, utterly. <laughs> the boys in the jungle had me on the run when something heavy hit me like an atomic bomb. When I woke up, my head started clear, and I had a strange feeling. I was with cooking gear. I smell something cooking and I look to see. That's when I found out they was cooking me. Minnesota. There's a plane that breaks through the ice on a lake. They were taking anglers in to go ice fishing. This happened 
this is so old. This story happened this last year <laughs> when they yeah. actually had probably ice up on the lake in northern Minnesota. But uh, uh, this happened two days after 35 anglers were rescued from the same lake. <laughs> Because the ice had broken and they were trapped on a certain piece, I guess, out floating on the lake. And so they had a, a airboat come yeah. and rescue those 35 anglers. But this plane had landed. It didn't sink. It, the nose of it broke through the ice um, and uh. broke through the ice and hit. But it says it didn't sink the airplane. It must have been on thicker ice and just the nose broke the ice. Hmm. and these two people that were on his plane he was taking them up there to go ice fishing and they got wet when they got out of the plane can you believe no. it <laughs> no. we come to rescue the fisherman and the rescue plane needs to be rescued and we got wet <laughs> meanwhile back in the state A uh, Canadian zoo has an escapee. Uh, a kangaroo is not something you would expect to see in the wild of North America, but that's exactly what the Canadian residents spotted after one of the marsupials made a successful escape attempt from the zoo in Oshawa, about 45 minutes east of Toronto. Residents were taking double takes uh, as the kangaroo got away from the zoo and fun farm. <laughs> he wasn't having any the more funny, fun there. The funny farm? That's well, the funny farm. He wasn't having any fun there, regardless. <laughs> uh, one employee says, I've been working at the zoo for quite a long time, uh, for the last 30 years or so. Um and uh, this is the first time he's seen something like that. Uh, he's never experienced any kangaroos escaping. The park supervisor uh, said that he was destined for a zoo in Quebec and was supposed to spend the night there when it somehow escaped its handlers. I don't want to go to Quebec. Oh, I want to stay here in Toronto. Don't take me. Uh, but they tried to load it into a warming room where the kangaroo would be staying. It jumped over their heads, out of the trailer, <laughs> and into the snow. Uh, at the time this article was written, they were still in the process of tracking down the kangaroo. Meanwhile, back in the jungle. I jumped out the pot and I finally got away. Frantic with worry, wondering what my baby would say. So I jumped in the ocean and started to swim. But my chance of survival was getting mighty slim. Something I could do the next show. But I was going to say uh, last night for those, I started to say it a little bit earlier. Uh, somebody in Michigan, somewhere, if you have any relatives up there, I know Jerome lives up there from our group, but one person won the $848 oh, yeah. million dollar lotto Powerball yesterday. Yeah, I read first about that this morning. 
Hmm. Oh, that would have been so cool. <laughs> what me? We'll have to we ask watch. Jerome if it was him. We we'll talk to him uh, next week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy, slip me a million. I could use yeah. it. Well, I feel sorry for whoever won because they're going to have lots of friends now that they didn't know they had. Lots of new relatives. I didn't know I had so many Facebook friends. (laughs) One day I have 200, now I have 2,000. So I thumbed down a way I was heading my way and I reached the States in a half a day. When I got to Love's Lane, I was almost dead, but I saw it was gone. Here's what I said. They're all going to have their hands out, too. If I won, I, I would do like that guy did in St. Louis when uh, Dad was still alive. He sent me an article down in Texas when I was living there. You know, you could write to this guy. He was a millionaire. And if you wrote him a story and he liked your story, then he would send you the money. You know, like if you said, my woman done left me and took the dog and the kids and I need $1,541.22 so I can move. If he liked your story, he'd send it to you. Hmm. Otherwise, you didn't get nothing. <laughs> yeah. huh. I never knew that. Why should I? If I give them more to do, the first thing you know, even the sound man will want more to do. And why shouldn't I? What did I have on last week's program? Nothing. Not even a door slam. I understand doors. I know doors inside and out. I talk to doors and they talk to me. Well, what do you hear from the mob? <laughs> Ah, well may you laugh. Little do you know how important every little sound is to me. Even the sound of a moth chewing on an overcoat. Like this. (laughs) What's that funny sound? That's the moth spitting out the buttons. (laughs) Don't you think sounds are fascinating? Here is a sample of my day. When work is through, I walk home at night in the rain. I open the door. I go in and shut the door. Then I walk upstairs in the rain. It's raining in the house? Yes, we're waiting for a government ceiling. (laughs) You must have a better writer than us, huh? I imagine so. I jump into bed and sleep. It's morning. What a night! (laughs) I've got to catch the train. I kiss my wife before I go to the office. My wife kisses me. I kiss her and... She kisses me. Uh, wait a minute. What about the office? With a wife like that, why should he go to the office? Listen to my guess. But we ain't through. Say, uh, I'm for scramming out of here, Bill. Well, if we're all done with our news items, that's time for some weird words. Weird words. And, so, of course, I've got some. Do you got some year-related words for us? No, they're just regular. I couldn't find a whole lot to do with weird words. I mean, year words. But my first word is sinecure. And you spell it S-I-N-E-C-U-R-E. Sinecure. Uh, if you take cyanide, that'll cure an awful lot. You'll be dead. <laughs> Using cyanide for a cure. I don't know, sinus sounds like sinuses, so maybe uh, the cure for a stuffy cold. Oh, 
That would be awesome. A toothbrush. A toothbrush. <laughs> well. This word here means, this is my kind of word. It's a position that requires little or no work. Ah, <laughs> you um, still get financial security. Oh, yeah. I could so do that. A motorized toothbrush. So, <laughs> so any of my kids, if they had a job playing video games, they could be doing little or no work and getting paid for it. Yeah. Yeah. But our next word is abstruse. And you spell I've heard it A B S T R U S E. Abstruse. Ab abstruse. I've heard of obtuse, which means like silly, but abstruse. You have really, really good six pack abs. Yeah. <laughs> they just stick right out there. Pop in the six pack that's, abs. No, that's where you got a keg. The Dunlap. Uh, it, 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 yeah. <laughs> it also kind of sounds like abstract. So. This word actually means hard to understand. So to uh, me, they kind of go hand in hand. Okay. Just add an extra letter and it gives it a little different meaning. <laughs> Another word is edifice. E D I F I C E. Edifice. That's what zombies do to your face when trying to get to your brains. They <laughs> your face off. Either your face. Either your face to get to the brains. <laughs> I'm Italian zombies. <laughs> Italian zombies. It's the, the guy who flew too close to the sun. <laughs> um, I think it has to do with building or structures or something like that. Like a, a building is called an edifice. You're going to edify somebody. You're going to build them up. Yeah, ding, ding, ding. It's a building, especially a large building. A large. Yeah. And if it has brains inside, watch out for the zombies. <laughs> <laughs> Another word is a Phyllis, and you spell it A P H. That's a girl named Phyllis. L O U S. It's a singular. There's not more than one Phyllis. This is it's only a Phyllis. She's the only one in my class. That's all there is. Only her. A We'll see. A is like it means not like like an atheist means you don't believe. There's God, so uh, you, you don't you don't believe in Phyllis. <laughs> I don't believe there is no such thing as Phyllis in this, my name. world. Her first name is Alice, and she just goes by A Phyllis instead of oh, Alice. Okay.
word actually means botany having no leaves. I'm assuming like a cactus, another kind of botany would have no leaves, a plant. Leaves, a plant with no leaves, like a cactus, with no maybe? Leaves. I mean, technically the thorns would be leaves, I guess. Or maybe in the wintertime when the trees are dormant, they would more uh, maybe be a phyllis. Yeah, a leafless tree maybe. in the winter. They're a phyllis. I lost my leaves. Don't look. I'm naked. Don't look. I'm naked. I'm a naked tree. Word up. It's the cold word. No matter where you say it, you'll know that you'll be heard. Our next word is gravel. G-R-A-B-B-L-E. Gravel, gravel, gravel. The hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> We've had that one before too, but I can't remember what it is. I don't oh, remember it. But... Grabble. It's like scrabble, but with a G. Except for you grab it instead of you instead of you <laughs> scramble letters, you grab the letters of grabble, grabble. That's when the, the, the cute girls stay away from me because they, they know they're going to be grabble on them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> In a way, you got it right because if she's grabbing for you, she's feeling for you to feel or search with your hands, is what grabble uh, means. Okay. Grabble. Oh. oh, you are getting kind of grabby with the girls over there, Terry. Another word is bergamot B E R G A M. Wait a minute, M O T, I think. Bergamot. Yeah, bergamot. It's, it's the opposite of Terry. I don't want no burgers. Burger <laughs> mot. Mot for me. If your if your nose is called a mart, it's a booger mart. Wow. <laughs> it's it's the place where you store your burgers at, yeah. <laughs> the burger burger storage zone. <laughs> <laughs> This word means it's an oily substance extracted <laughs> from your nose. The rind, oh. the, the rind of the fruit of a dwarf orange tree, and it's used in cosmetics and in some teas. Are <laughs> so sure, a French word? Feel. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> These bougamo. words, like, it's a bougamo. A very distinct meaning. Oh, very precise meaning. I would never yes. have guessed. <laughs> From an orange peel. It's a, a miniature orange, but it's still yeah, orange peel. Very, very. They want you to know exactly where it comes from. So you not don't a big orange. Not a little orange. Not a grapefruit. Not a lemon. <laughs> has to be an orange. Viator is another word. V-I-E. Oh, V-I-A-T-O-R. Viator. Let's see. Via, like V-I-A. <laughs> it doesn't like do a, any good to try like to a cheat. a road or a pathway. <laughs> via. So, and tour is like tour to God of Thunder. So, you got to throw a lightning bolt tour at somebody. Tour to God of Thunder. <laughs> you got to throw a lightning bolt at you, and then you will become Viator. 
Your via will be tore. Uh, road that Thor drives his chariot down. I don't know. Well, you kind of, uh, in a way, you're headed in the right direction, like with our word year earlier. Year. Well, like, a, like a, a viaduct, for example, via is like a pathway or road. A duct refers to water, and viaduct is you know a a, a, a channel a we get water from. Yeah, uh -huh. watering. So a viator is some, uh, something that uh, tours go on. <laughs> there you well, like it's, a, it's a traveler. Our youngest brother is a viator. He's out traveling right now. Yeah. She's traveling, a chicken who is crossing that road. Yeah. Okay. And Profundity, and you spell it P-R-O-F-U-N-D-O-T-Y. Profundity. profundity. It, it is the profound things you have in your underwear. Your, uh, <laughs> your undies, your undies. Yeah. So no, profound. it's when they, you're a professional sun tea maker. <laughs> oh, there we go. Well, it's fun, F-U-N-F, like Foxtrot, not S. Profund. Uh, or it could fun. be fun, fun. like your it, it, it is fun to make tea, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it means deep insight. So it does yeah, remain like profound or deep thought, yeah. Pantophagus. <laughs> what do you got in your pants? T O P H A G E U S. E U S. E U S. You 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 wore a fig leaf for your panties, pantyphagus, pantyphagus. You have something in your panties Adam and Eve's first clothes. Their panties were made of figgies. <laughs> These are made of figgy leaves. That <laughs> <laughs> means eating all kinds of food. Uh, your in, your <laughs> in, in your underwear? In your underwear. Your edible underwear? And you're eating all kinds of edible underwear. <laughs> Lanya is our last word. Lanya. It's a Louisiana French word. Lanya. L-A-G-N-I-A-P-P-E. You go out. L-A-G. Lag in. What was that after that? L-A-G-N-I-A-P-P-E. N I A P P E Lan Lagnipia Lagnipia. Well, my phone said Lagne or something, so it's a like I said Louisiana French word, so it might 
Sounds and a little different. It's <laughs> lasagna made out of a hippo or something. I don't know. That's when you go out fishing and you land your fish on the boat. <laughs> Well, this word here it means uh, it's a bonus or an extra gift. Is what that word means? Something given oh, as no. a bonus or extra so gift. It's like the There's power Powerball when Terry plays the lottery. Huh? Yeah. There's something extra under the Christmas tree. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you had to play the Powerball, then that would be your lag, lag nip you because it would be the extra bonus prize for winning the lottery. Yeah. Yep. And that's all my words for the week. So, so if you manage to uh, be in Louisiana out there in the swamps and they get you an, an alligator, you can make like a purse out of the skin, and it's a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> you eat the alligator, you don't eat you, and you get a purse out of it. Well, Mr. John Mayer is the low-downest, meanest man I ever seen in all my born days. There you go. Mr. Peabody says sassy But it's time for some, uh, what, Terry's Top Ten. Terry's Top Ten. Top Ten. Well, I've got ten things that were sold for a dollar. <laughs> uh, Somebody must have went to the dollar store. You can't even buy a dollar for a dollar anymore. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> the best things in life are free, but you can give them to the birds and bees. I keep Number ten, Coca-Cola sold their bottling rights for one dollar they, they developed the syrup and you would go and they would mix it together wherever you got it at they'd mix the syrup with the soda water and then uh some lawyers came up to him and said hey you know you should bottle that and sell it <laughs> they said well, no we don't want to do that so they sold the rights for a dollar Number nine, the patent for insulin. Guy who invented it, he, he didn't want to make a profit, you know, and so he he just yeah to, to benefit humanity. <laughs> well, for a long time, that's what it was. It was a benefit to humanity, and then somewhere in the last five or ten years, somebody owned the rights of it and really jacked the prices sky high. But the, the uh, I understand they. They've got a deal where they've brought them back down again. Your love give me such a thrill, but your love don't pay my bills. I need Number eight is 
bombardier sells steak for one of its planes to Boeing competitor for one dollar. Huh. And I was thinking a steak, like they're gonna eat it, but no, it means they bought a steak in their company for they died like, from a cow that was hiding in an outhouse. <laughs> and when it exploded, they grabbed the steaks out of midair and they Number seven, James Cameron sold the rights to the Terminator for a dollar. Did Titanic, the Terminator franchise? Six, Stephen King sells his short story film rights for a dollar. Stephen King don't have any short stories. His yeah. books are all long. <laughs> they make collections of short stories like Skeleton Crew and some others that did have you know, technically short stories in them. He, he will sell his short story rights to student filmmakers who are making a movie and once he, that the movie is made he gets to screen it first you know and and see if they did a good enough job he for approves it. of it right right and, and if, he, if he didn't pennywise the clown will come and visit you <laughs> <laughs> Number five, I think we're on number. You could buy houses in Detroit, Michigan for a dollar. Hmm. Yeah, drug the, dealers, confiscation houses. Yeah, around oh. two. Go there and buy a house for a dollar. Sure. Yeah, well, you, you get to repossessed homes, repossessed cars, and technically, they'll say you can buy them for a dollar. You you almost never can. What they mean is, if it's up for auction, you could bid on it for as low as a dollar. But once people start bidding, <laughs> it's not going to stay a dollar. It's going to get jacked up pretty high pretty quick. Number four, the, the inventor of chocolate chip cookies... Sold the recipe for one dollar. Toll House cookies. Yeah. Well, Toll House cookies. <clears throat> and and now it's perpetually on the back of Nestle's Toll House chips. But I, I House. think the idea is he was going to make chocolate cookies, and he was in a rush, so he just tossed in a handful of chips, thinking that would melt into the batter. Yeah. Know, turning the whole thing into chocolate, but I just left the bits you know intact how did people before that survive without chocolate chip cookies three you can sell 
an Academy Award for a dollar. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. The the trophies themselves range about four hundred dollars. You know, with the Marlon Brando had sold an Oscar of his or Academy Award for eight hundred thousand dollars in an auction. And wow. they said, oh, no, 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 no. We're going to put a stop to that. And so even if the actor is dead and you're a relative and you got their Academy Award, the, the Academy gets the first dibs to buy it back from you for a dollar before you sell it and make money on it. Number two, DuPont built a nuclear site to to make plutonium in World War II. They sold their plant for a dollar to the government to make to sell it for a dollar so that the public would know they weren't in it to make a buck. Yeah. So they sold it for ninety-nine cents. <laughs> George Lucas sold the rights for one dollar for his radio shows, books, merchandise. Seventy billion dollars back in the early eighties. NPR was commissioned by George Lucas to uh, produce. Radio version of Star Wars. They did all three of the movies at the time. Uh, was it New Hope and Empire Strikes Back and the other one? And they what did year? in the early 80s, uh, 81. 1983, 83, 83. Um, <laughs> but it was early 80s. They did not come out in the same year. They, You're they, all around the number. <laughs> um, I don't think I said one of the number, but, but yeah. uh, they were commissioned to produce. Uh, the movies as a radio show <laughs> and they did and it was somewhat successful I actually have the whole collection of it so if anyone wants to hear it I'll be glad to share it I just can't sell it because Disney says nope can't let you do that it's this, I think um, it said in, NPR is yeah, that NPR is that what you produced <laughs> oh, okay. that's why I thought I said at least twice already well um, that's why I was wondering because I was looking for what you said because I thought it said RFD National Public like Radio produced it and there's actually a a british guy who is the actual production company who did it this is where i found it was this british guy because he wrote the stories he actually produced it lucas sold his interest but he didn't sell his so his stuff was on youtube so if you want to find star wars radio shows just look it up on youtube This British guy has has the entire series out there, and this is why he, he he got away with doing that. But Lucas sold all the rights to Disney, and I was wanting to put the shows on my retro radio podcast, so I wrote to Disney and said, "Hey, I want us I want your permission to use this on my podcast." And they said, "No, can't do it because they own the rights. Basically, they want money out of it. They want." If I'm going to sell anything or their likeness, they want to make sure they, they got a dollar on their hands. And they don't want you just giving it away for free to the public because that also 
violates their uh, copyright. <laughs> and just because they bought it for a dollar don't mean they'll let you use it for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Guarantee that. But yeah, now they said one problem they had with that is you, you don't notice it when you watch the movie, but there's not really a lot of dialogue in the movie. There's a lot of action scenes, a lot of visual things. And when they did the radio show, they found out they had like about uh, 90 minutes <laughs> of dialogue for three hours worth of production. <laughs> and so they actually wrote more, more dialogue for their radio shows than ever appeared on the movies. That's all I got for my top 10 list. My goodness, if I'd known that, I'd have baked the cake. Well, well. Yeah. My opinion is that we'd better get out of here before we make bigger fools of ourselves than we already have. There is that. My orders are to keep you here. And it's time then for our anchor topic. Which this week is on manual skills. Mm-hmm. Am I feeling very manual today? Manual skills. <laughs> I got to put the lid on my coffee cup so I don't manually spill it on my lap. Uh, <laughs> I have a teenager who spent the weekend trying to learn how to drive a manual transmission. Um, but yeah, manual skills. In the sense we're talking about manual skills is like you know, handicraft, hobbies, and that kind of thing. Yeah, we talked about it before. I don't have an awful lot in mind to discuss about it. We talked. About, got some you know, Play-Doh for Christmas. A Play-Doh <laughs> manual skills. Yeah, that would be stuff one thing. with Play-Doh. Uh, That's yeah. actually what they give us in Chicago when they want, you know, you're learning to cut meat. <laughs> they give you a piece oh, yeah. of Play-Doh and you flatten it out and your knife yeah. and fork because you're, you right. want to look uh, like everybody else eating. So you don't you, want to touch your food. Right. So you flat <laughs> in the shape of a steak or eggs or some other patty to, to cut. Well, up. I don't remember doing that, but maybe they did um, and I forgot. I don't that. remember doing That's a it. a good idea. But though. I do remember hearing uh, that they did teach people that way. <laughs> Uh, and but, you use no, like your good, fork yeah. in one hand and you find your meat and your knife in the other hand and find right. the other side and then you, can, you uh can touch your knife with your fork and figure out yeah. okay I want to bite so I'm gonna now, make it this that far. Would be more in the living skills <laughs> area. But yeah, it would probably apply to manual skills. What I was gonna gonna say is manual skills has to do more with like you know, crocheting, knitting, using your using your fingers to eat instead of silverware. That's man. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, if you want to look like people that can see, unless you're eating chicken, and I'm sure they have a way of eating chicken where you don't use your fingers. But I'm right. Wow. Must have come from more upper class people that would do that. Well, if they didn't, they had some upper class uh, aspirations, I guess you might say. Anyhow, um, I don't have an awful lot to add here. Table. To wrap up our manual <laughs> skills here, but all I would say is, if people out there, listeners, want to hear more about uh, manual skills, you have your own idea about uh, handicraft activities, hobbies, and so forth. Send us uh, an email. Uh, leave us a voicemail at two. I'm sorry, four zero one seven five three four eight four four is our voicemail number, or you can just use our web pages. Uh, Click on the contact link and let us know. My, but you look handsome today. My goodness, what's come over you? Do we have an email? Um, I do have an email. And this is my last email. So hopefully uh, we get some more this week. 
Uh, What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? Hit the button to open it, and it opened up some random page. Here we go. Uh, Hi there, Keith, Terry, and Jill. Uh, While traveling on our recent Christmas break, we flew from Miami, Florida to Charlotte, North Carolina. While we were gathering our luggage from the baggage carousel, we discovered one of our suitcases was missing. Fortunately, we had some air tag, some Apple air tags that we included with each one of our bags. So my daughter was able to whip out her phone and started tracking the missing suitcase. Uh, the app indicated that it was well along its way down I-85 heading towards a nearby town named Gastonia. We gathered up our remaining luggage, got our rental car, and we kept following the tracker. Hmm. Uh, After a certain point, the tracker stopped recording data, and we didn't want to totally ruin our vacation visiting relatives, so we stopped searching and went to enjoy our Christmas celebration. When we checked the tracker again, it actually gave us an address. So we called the local police. When the police finally responded, they said that they not only found our tracker, but our missing suitcase. Uh, and several <laughs> others have gone missing around the same time that belonged to other people. The good news, of course, is that our suitcase was recovered. The bad news is that everything in our luggage was missing. <laughs> so the, they say the police figure the thieves must have sold the contents. Obviously. Hmm. Duh. <laughs> I think it'd be funny if it was full of dirty laundry, but yeah. of course, if they were traveling, they probably had other stuff in the bag. Uh, it says at least we have the satisfaction of knowing that we helped locate the criminals and helped the police with their investigation Hmm. Kathy G from Miami Florida apparently Hmm. uh, apparently a recent this last Christmas holiday thing happening with the apple what do they call them Tags with the luggage. Tag. You know, it's kind of good that they didn't uh, file the tracker because you never can tell. They might have filed it there and caught the thieves red-handed. And something bad could have happened. Yeah, that's they're true. Probably, too. They're probably looking for their bullets. Yeah, <laughs> they had the bullets in the baby diapers. They couldn't find them. <laughs> Jokes on them. Ah. Yeah, refer back to about last week's story. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's uh, the last email I got. So maybe somebody will send us some more. Um, and uh, we'll have more email next week. Otherwise, we don't have an email. <laughs> this is your segment, people. You tell us what we should say. Oh, my gracious, what a heathen thing to do. Yeah. Um, my, what a quaint little fellow. I just love little boys like you. I wish I had 14 little boys, and I wish every one of them was just like you. Well, with that, it is time for some final thoughts. Here's a final thoughts. Yeah, final thoughts. Final thoughts, yeah. 
No. Why did the chicken cross the road? To get up wind of the skunk. <laughs> you got to stay ahead huh. of the skunk. All you kids should respect your parents. They got through high school without Google. Yeah, or iPhones. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or computers. <laughs> At least in some cases. Yeah. News alert. Two men broke into the local drugstore and stole all the Viagra. Police are putting out a bulletin. We alert for the hardened criminals. <laughs> hardened criminals stole Viagra. <laughs> Why do pirates make good singers? Because they love to hit the high seas. <laughs> <laughs> You know you're getting old when you're cleaning to music you used to party to. Goldilocks. Now there was a true hipster. Hardly liked anything and tried to eat pork before it was cool. I bought a book the other day on anatomy and physiology. And guess what? The appendix was missing. <laughs> My friend David lost his ID. Now he's just Dave. <laughs> That's it. Um, I'm writing a song about getting my door lock replaced. I don't want to spoil it, but there's a major key change at the end. <laughs> Why did the thief eat pancakes with his fingers? Because he wanted to have sticky fingers. Pancakes. Here's the thief who stole my glasses. I'll find you. I have contacts. What do you call two small ninjas? A pair of sneakers. I may be crazy. But crazy is far better than being stupid. <laughs> a man was injured in a bizarre peekaboo accident. He's now recovering in the ICU. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I have some racing geese for sale. Let me know if you want to take a quick gander. A quick gander. Geese. <laughs> Racing. Coffee. Because nothing starts a good day as a spinach smoothie. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to be a monk, but I never got the chance. <laughs> the chance. <laughs> oh. Um, what do you call two birds that stick together? Velcro. <laughs> At my age, getting lucky means walking into a room and remembering what I went in there for. <laughs> <laughs> I was kidnapped by mine. They did unspeakable things to me. <laughs> <laughs> Those mimes. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I, 
I tried to make a reservation at the local <laughs> library, but they were fully booked. <laughs> well, here's one from the other day. One tequila, two tequila, three tequila, floor. Floor. <laughs> yeah, that would happen. <sighs> Due to the quarantine, I was limited to inside jokes. <laughs> uh, I went to the candle store today. They were having a blowout sale. Candles. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what did the carpenter say to the wall? If you crack up again, I'm going to plaster you. <laughs> <laughs> My insurance company just issued a notice to campers. If your tent gets stolen, you won't be covered. <laughs> <laughs> they may have a monitor lizard in it anyway. <laughs> Wait, was there ever an old York? Old York? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not aging like mine. More like milk. Sour and chunky. (laughs) (laughs) Why does the Swedish Navy have barcodes on the side of the ship? So when they return to port, they can scan the Navy in. (laughs) Barcodes. Scandinavian. (laughs) If a turtle doesn't have a shell, is it naked or homeless? (laughs) the lego store opened after the lockdown people were lined up for blocks Ah. (laughs) I once had a girlfriend who worked at a light switch factory we dated on and off for a while light switches (laughs) a horse walked into a bar bartender saw the horse said hey hey <laughs> okay. here's another animal one if a cow doesn't produce milk is it a milk dead or an utter failure <laughs> yeah I asked my grandpa after 65 years together you still call my grandma beautiful darling and honey What's your secret? He laughed. Well, it's like this. I forgot her name five years ago, and I'm afraid to ask her what it is. (laughs) I don't trust children. I think they're here to replace us. (laughs) (laughs) The great replacement there. Here's a description of my housekeeping. There appears to have been a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> and who won? No one knows. <laughs> no, in the 1990s, never get into a car with strangers. In the 2000s, never talk to strangers on the internet. Today, literally, use the internet to summon strangers to your house for a ride. <laughs> you want to hear a roof joke? It's on the house. 
That must have over my head. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe somebody stole my limbo stick. How low can they go? <laughs> yeah. Exercising is like a drug for me. Yeah, I don't do drugs. <laughs> and that's where I'm going to stop with that. Okay, that sounds good. Naturally, they're your friends. Don't you trust them? Naughty, naughty. Muchas gracias, señores. Adios. Well, that means we're all the way down to the very end of the show where we like to sign off. This is your host, Keith, saying signing off. Thanks for listening. Tell a friend about us. That's how we grow our listenership the most. While you're out and about, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Uh, Leave us a rating and review. Visit our webpage, thatsoundsfunny.com, where you can leave a comment, send us an email, and send us your own funny family stories. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. And with all that, we are out of here, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye, everybody. That sounds funny. TSF at thatsoundsfunny.com. That sounds funny.